Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast, with yours truly, Nate Webb, the founder of Bullies Be Gone. Here on BBG, I go into all things kindness, bringing in guests and experts from all wakes of life. And we are all here for one reason and one reason only, to help you and your kids get over bullies, get off social media, and love your lives. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What is up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. Guys, we like to know what teenagers are going through. We like to bring awareness to the things that they are experiencing so we can be better allies to them. So today, I bring on the podcast a teenager who has a rare learning disability called auditory processing disorder. Um, Basically, she hears everything and it's hard to process through it all. Um, And a lot more kids have it than you might think. And so we're going to learn a little bit from her about what it's like to have auditory processing disorder and how you can better advocate for yourself and a whole lot of great things. So this is going to be a great one. But first, got to pay the bills. All right, everybody, we are back, guys. I am so excited for this episode because finally we got with us a teenager. I caught one in the wild. We are talking with her today. I'm kidding. But we are talking with a teenager. I like bringing attention to different issues that our teenagers are facing. And today I have with me Adeline Smith. She is a senior in high school who has auditory processing disorder. And she loves advocating for and bringing more awareness to those who have auditory processing disorders and issues and trying her best to live with it day by day. Her main goal is to spread awareness and let others know they aren't alone because there are many others facing similar, if not the exact same issues on a daily basis. Welcome Adeline to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited. First off, how are you? I'm doing so good. How are you? I am great. Um, Where are you coming at us from? Um, Alpine, Utah. Alpine. Woof. I'm in Tooele, so a little ways away. Yeah. 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 Utah. So, um, so you have auditory processing disorder. Um, that's how I found you. You're, you're advocate for APD. What Uh is APD? APD refers to a term. No, sorry. APD. (laughs) It's a term that refers to when the brain or how the brain, you could say, picks up and interprets language. Gotcha. Whenever I'm in a noisy situation or, for example, a cafeteria or a carnival or a party, take any loud situation and my brain simply cannot process sound and pick up language the same way that your brain does. It just feels like this massive, we could call it like a blob of noise or like you're speaking to someone underwater almost. And it's it's really different and it's exhausting to try to filter through all that noise and trying to get to the core of what someone's saying. I bet. It makes me think of Superman, like with the super hearing and like uh-huh. everything's going yeah. on at once. He's <laughs> exactly. Like, just shut up, everybody. <laughs> just um, stop talking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Please. So that's got to be exhausting. So for those who don't know, Addie has 13 siblings. She's come from a big family. And <laughs> yes. yo, it's tiring. I got six siblings and I get tired of listening to them just on my own. I don't got APD. So like, how, how, how are you able to filter through and just exist day to day without completely being overwhelmed? Uh, 
Well, I there's like a lot of different tips and tricks I could give right now, but that would take years to go down that list. But I would say for family functions, um, mostly uh, what I do is I, you know, I show up at that event and I mentally prepare to walk in the door and say, okay, Adeline, you're going to walk in and you're going to see a billion different conversations going on. And there's going to be the kitchen and there's going to be the living room talk and like all these different conversations. And I use the phrase like fake it till you make it. Like you, you can go up to a conversation, but really like all you're going to be doing is nodding your head and laughing when everyone else is doing that same thing. That's how I get through family functions. Um, which isn't like the best way, but obviously it's how I cope and deal with it because you have to find those ways for yourself that you're able to do it. And for school, definitely I would say get yourself a 504 because 504s save my life. If you don't know what that is, it's an accommodation plan and you just get different classroom accommodations that help you literally get through school. So that's amazing. Yeah, 504 accommodations um, are great for people who have certain disabilities who that limit the way that they're able to learn. Now, how are you able to advocate for yourself at the school level? Because I know as a student, it can be harder to advocate for yourself when you have one of these disabilities that aren't seen, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, going into school, it's definitely a hidden disability, right? No one, if I didn't advocate for it, no one would know I would ever have it unless I told it to them. And it's definitely a different dynamic because I'm coming into school, whatever level that is, elementary, middle, high school, or college. And I'm just a student. I don't have any authoritative figure um, power here. I'm, I'm simply just a student. So what I usually do at the beginning of the year to advocate and let my teachers know that I'm going to struggle in their class, like no matter what, is mm-hmm. I'll go to them at the beginning and say, hey, I, I have APD and that's the reality. And I, I'm going to need to sit at the front of the class or I'm going to need extra notes or I'm going to say what or huh a lot or I, I'll have like a really blank and confused look on my face. I'll just give them a, a basic rundown of what it's going to look like for me in the classroom compared to others in the classroom, which mm. is very helpful. Yeah. So what are some of the other, I, I guess, other auditory processing disorders out there or is there, are they just all lumped together in APD? Um, to be honest, I don't. I know there's, I think there's four categories of APD. When I've done my research on it, I know they kind of seem like they all clumped together for me. They all have the same kind of symptoms. Um, but I, I have a little bit of each of them. So I just have like the overarching idea of APD. So what are those four categories? Um, to be honest, I only remember one. I think it's called prosodic. Ooh, that's, a that's I know. That's what I thought when I, I was like, oh, dang, we're getting into some higher business here. Um, that one basically, basically just talks about how there's background noise and how it's hard to filter out and process noise. So, so mm. what I have. Man, so how big of a difference did it make when you were able to find people who are experiencing similar things like you? Like I, there's a couple of people that I saw that you follow on Instagram. There's a girl in college that has APD um, that talks about like taking her microphone to class and, you know, having her professors do that and stuff. Has it made a difference finding people who are, you know, experiencing similar things you experience? 
Definitely, yes. I would say it's nice to talk to them because they understand the level of exhaustion that one person with APD goes through in just a single day or even a single lecture in a class period. They know, they know the fatigue that we go through and the advocacy that we have to do just to stay afloat. Like that's not like the mainstream, just to, just to stay on top of our work. Um, and it's nice because, you know, they, they already know the same terms. They already know about 504s. They know about um, FM systems. They know about all these different things that I have to educate so many people on because they just, they, they've lived with it for their whole lives and they know how to advocate for it. And it's so nice. I bet. Um, so yeah. what are some best practices that teachers who may be listening, who might have kids with auditory disorders, or uh, and maybe they don't know they have kids with auditory disorders, because a lot of times the kids will suffer in silence for it. What are some best practices that that you, that you have found that teachers use that help you, um, when, you know, so that you can learn better in school? Yeah, definitely. I think um, coming from a classroom perspective, you know, if their kid comes home every single day from school and they're just plain out exhausted and they just go sleep for two hours straight and they have such a hard time getting through a simple math worksheet that has only like 20 questions on it that should only take them what like half an hour to get through those took me a solid five hours to get through because it it just i had to process out so much noise in the classroom and the exhaustion was so real um also, I've had a couple of teachers this week actually in school kind of almost give me auditory symptoms of their kids. And I'm like, oh, wait, like, like the, your kid like might have APD because they'll, they'll tell me, right, my kid this week came up to me and said, when's dinner, dad? And he said, oh, it's five o'clock, five minutes away. And then 30 seconds later, he goes, when's dinner? When's dinner? What are we having for dinner? When's dinner? And I'm like, is there background noise going on? Is there a sink running? Is there a vacuum running? Is there a fan going? All these things combine for the diagnosis of APD. Um, so I would definitely say, like, pay attention to what's happening in the background of the situation, for sure. Yeah. And for those, and for teachers who know that they have kids with APD, what are some things that they can do to help them in the classroom, whether that be a microphone or mm -hmm. what are some things that have helped you? Definitely sitting at the front of the class. It's not the funnest thing because you're that student who has to constantly be paying attention. And like, you feel like, like the nerd sometimes, you know, like have like wanting to like love to learn, but like also you're just exhausted from listening all the time. And um, again, the FM system with a microphone is way helpful. It um, decreases some of that exhaustion at the end of the week. Uh, what, is, what is the FM system? Is that a microphone over the whole class? Or is that like your own personal one that goes into your ear? Yeah. So um, an FM system stands for frequency modulation. And basically what happens in the classroom is the teacher wears a microphone on her shirt. And then I wore a big headset, not necessarily a headset. That's the wrong word. Just like a pair of headphones. Mm -hmm. And it somehow connected to her microphone so that I wouldn't by the time the noise got from her mouth to my ears, I didn't have to process anything out. So that took away that like classroom annoyance for me. Okay. So yeah. FM system is kind of like a mic your own personal microphone headset for yeah. the teacher. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That is dope. Yeah. That is it's quite really cool. It's very nice. Yeah. Man. So teachers and people listening, parents, there's a lot of different things teens are going through right now and especially add on some sort of learning disorder on top of that, it can make it quite stressful. 
Um, how old were you when you got diagnosed with APD? Uh, I think I was around seven or eight years old. So pretty young. Dang. Yeah, it was quite the journey. <laughs> so like how, like, yeah, talk, talk to us about that. Like what, A, how did you guys find out you had APD? And then B, where did you go from there? Like, how were you able to adapt? How are you able to, to go through life? I mean, you're a successful high school senior right now. Like, how yeah. the heck? <laughs> yes, well, thank you for stuff. And so kind of the journey that we got to realizing that I had APD was that my mom took certain situation in, situations and she kind of like overanalyzed them a little bit. For example, I would be in the car with my friend and we were both like five years old, like Max, right? And I I remember I have like very vivid and vague um, like memories of this. I would just be sitting in the car and my mom and my friend would be having lengthy conversations about what, what her day had looked like and what some street signs were. And she would sing along with the music and I would just sit there with a complete blank face, have no clue what's going on. Um, I just, I couldn't keep up with, with the conversations and I couldn't insert my own comments or my own jokes. I couldn't remember song lyrics whenever I was in a noisy room and my mom would talk to me, even like face-to-face, like two inches apart. I couldn't hear anything she was saying. And um, so that kind of led us to, okay, there's something wrong here and we need to figure out what it is. She went to a couple of different doctors and she she knew it wasn't ADHD because the stereotype for that is that you can't focus, right? So obviously I was, I was trying so hard to focus, but I couldn't, I couldn't process sound correctly. Um, so then we went to a couple more doctors, couldn't find any, any answers, but then we finally got referred to an audiologist. And when we met with her, she was like, oh, definitely your daughter, your daughter definitely has APD. Like this, like this cannot be ADHD or ADD or anything. Um, so that was that process. Um, and then because there wasn't a ton of research done with APD at that time, I was told to learn to cope and deal with it, which is what I've been doing for all these, all these years. Shoot. I know it was like, wait, I just got diagnosed and, um, what? Like, like there's, there's no treatments question mark. Like there's no, what am I supposed to do now? You know, like yes, you have a disorder, so, but sucks. Like, but, what? No. sorry, like shoot you away. Next diagnosis come in, you know, like what? <laughs> so that was, my mom definitely went through a journey of like reading a ton of different APD books and just like trying to figure out from so many different sources on how to help a child with APD. So my gosh. So, yeah. so last year, well, two years mm-hmm. ago, I guess, uh, the year 2020, the year of the mask, oh, I imagine the mask. that was kind of no bueno for you because you rely a lot on lip reading and like, Absolutely. like seeing people's lips as they talk. Yes. So yeah. With zero mask. You're like, is this dude yeah. talking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. 2020 was definitely not a great year for those with hearing loss, those who are deaf and those who have APD, because we rely so much on lip reading. Like it's insane. And that's the only way I get through conversations in a day. It's, it's what I rely on, like for real. Um, it's crazy though. Just, it takes a lot of practice to learn how someone moves their lips because each 
person has, has a different way of moving their lips. So once you figure out one person's, right, you have to go to the next and the next and the next and the next. And you have to, every year when you go into school, you have to learn other teachers' ways of moving their lips and how they talk with their hands and their body movements and their facial expressions. And it's, it's hard, but I mean, if you don't do it, then you don't understand in the classroom. I'm exhausted just listening <laughs> to that. Like, holy moly. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy to me how resilient you are. Like there's so many reasons you could have chucked in the towel, dropped out of school, just said, screw it all because this sucks. But (laughs) nah, like you're here and not even you're just here. You're spreading awareness to it so that other people can Mm -hmm. advocate for themselves as well. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you it's funny sometimes because I'll be watching a movie and for example, quiet place, the mom in there, I memorized how she moved her lips and I, I lip read her during half of that movie. And then we watched a different movie, a different night with friends. And it was hilarious because I recognized that actor only because of the lip movement that she had. And only because I just knew it so well. And I was like, I know she's in a different movie. I know, I know where that's from. Like it wasn't the face, it was the lip movement and it was her lips specifically, which I think is hilarious. Emily Blunt. Did she move yes. her lips with an American? That That's a thing. Is that a thing? Moving their lips with a different accent? Like, are, oh, oh absolutely. this yes. person's American. Oh, yeah. that person's British. I can, I can normally tell. Um, yeah, it's, it's wild. <laughs> that's been like a, recent discovery of like two years ago that I just like started reading lumps a lot more um and I don't know it's just it's wild that is crazy FBI I know you're listening you need to hire <laughs> a girl okay <laughs> listen to chatter she's got your back Man. I got you I got you FBI <laughs> yeah that's so awesome well this yeah. has been so enlightening I know that there's a lot of a lot of different disorders out there a lot of different yeah. things that we can bring awareness to and, and I know that APD is one of those unseen ones and kind of unheard of ones that people Definitely. really don't know much about um yeah. so if if anyone's listening here who does have APD please um advocate for yourself speak up if you need help ask for it um, and if you need accommodations, go talk to your friendly school counselor because we are dying to help you guys and get you guys the accommodations that you need. Um, Adeline, any parting words of advice for those who may be listening? Advocate, 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 because it will only get better once you start advocating for yourself and setting up for yourself, even in the smallest of situations. For example, if you're watching a movie, ask the group if it's okay to turn on subtitles because they're going to be talking. You're not going to be able to hear it anything at all so turn on the subtitles it will make your life a thousand times better also just keep going just keep just keep trying because it'll get better it'll get better absolutely um and i also want to thank you for doing good things with your life right now like advocating for your apd the awareness and everything you could just be mindlessly scrolling on instagram and tiktok all day (laughs) every day on snapchat but you aren't and i am thankful for that uh because you wouldn't have the time to do the good things you're doing right now if you were wasting your life away on those apps yes true so where can people find you and know what you are doing? Shameless plug time. Let's hear it. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram at advocate for APD. 
Um, it's the number four, not the letter four, advocate for APD. Um, and then my email is advocate for APD at gmail.com. So, yeah. And all of those will be in the show notes. So go check her out. She is amazing. Um, and she shares lots of wonderful full stuff all the time. Um, you can also see her journey through high school and just a day in the life of someone with APD. Make sure to go check her out. And if you want your daily dose of positivity, make sure to go follow me at bulliesb.gone. Um, and if you have any speaking inquiries, want to bring me to your school, if you want to bring Addie to your school and talk about APD, email her. And if you want to have me speak, email me. All that will be in the description as well. Always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight-second hug, and we'll see you on the next one.